Welcome back to the Pearls and Perils podcast. I'm your host, Peter Kay. We are all about finance, relationships, and personal development. Three fundamental areas of your life that you can't afford to get it wrong in either of them. And unfortunately, a lot of the times we aren't given the pearls that we need to thrive, the pearls that we need to get ahead in life. This is why I created this podcast. And it's funny because I've been doing this for over five years, probably about six now. I don't even remember the exact date I started. But when I started this podcast, I didn't really push myself to, you know, come out of my comfort zone in terms of sharing it with other people. I pretty much kind of did it, you know, (laughs) on the sly, you know, on the download. But today and in the last year or so, I've really, really pushed and challenged myself to come out of my comfort zone to promote this podcast more, to share it. And I've seen tremendous growth in the last year. So I just wanted to start off this podcast today by thanking you all for supporting me on this journey. If you've ever shared this podcast or even just listened, whether you've shared it or not, the fact that you are listening and streaming this podcast I appreciate it greatly you know I can see that people are listening from all over the world and that is just mind-blowing for me I never imagined that people be listening for from all these countries you're listening from which is absolutely amazing even countries I've never been to yet So as I said, I just wanted to start off by thanking you all for listening, for sharing and just supporting the Pearls and Pearls podcast. And also, if you have a story to share, if you have something amazing you're doing, maybe something you've gone through in life that you have overcome or you have a business that you are working on that you want to share and even just have this opportunity to plug yourself. I'm all about creating opportunities for people to succeed. And I love having guests on the podcast. It makes a pleasant difference to doing it by myself. So if you would like to be a guest, then do drop me an email. My email will be in the show notes and is info at pearlsandperils.com. But like I said, all the details will be in the show notes. So let's get into today's show. Now, just a little disclaimer, if I sound different to usual, I am recovering from a cold. I don't have coronavirus. I just had a general cold and it got me pretty bad. So I'm still a little bit nasally. It's so good that I had pre-recorded all my previous podcast. Otherwise, I would have not been able to put anything out because I sounded like a, a duck. Like I just did not sound good. But anyways, guys, so today's topic is so important and I can't wait to get into it. This is something that I probably had this idea for about a week or two that I've been stewing on. And I shared briefly some of my pointers on this in my book club with my book club sisters. And they were really touched by what I shared. I also shared a little bit of them on my Instagram story as well. And two things I'm going to touch on today as you can see from the title, we're speaking about the high cost of ignorance. And there are so many factors that I could narrow it down to, but I thought, let me just put it in terms of two specific categories. So the first category is ignorance of knowledge. Now, the second category is going to be ignorance of self-worth, but we're going to start off by speaking about ignorance of knowledge. Now, I love to get the definition of words. I think it just makes things very clear. And of course, ignorance is a word that we say a lot or we hear a lot in our general day-to-day speaking. However, let's get to the definition. So the definition that I can see from Google, and I think this is from the Oxford Dictionary, is lack of knowledge or information. So ignorance is lack of knowledge or information. And information is vital in our society. There are certain things you just need to have the information in order to get you through. However, there's some things that just come naturally. Nobody teaches you how to walk. You naturally, your body is innate for that. And naturally, unless, you know, there's some kind of physical disability or something that is just not connected right internally or physically, you know, that doesn't happen naturally. But generally, there are certain things that we learn innately. 
However, when it comes to navigating through life and adulthood in general, there are a lot of things that we rely heavily on the knowledge we receive. And quite often, unfortunately, we receive the wrong knowledge. Sometimes our parents, even from a place of love, they give us the wrong knowledge when it comes to certain areas, you know, whether that's going to be parenting. A lot of the time we gather that information from our experience. So maybe nobody sat you down directly and spoke to you about how you should parent your children. But a lot of the times when you then have children, you're going to take that knowledge that you had from your childhood, good or bad, and you're going to apply that. And sometimes the knowledge we apply into different areas of our lives are not exactly good knowledge, nor is it knowledge that is effective in meeting the goals that we have. So I think it's very important to assess where is your knowledge coming from, or do you lack knowledge in something specific? And the high cost of ignorance when it comes to knowledge in specific areas, let's talk about finances as an example. As you guys know, I'm a finance coach and a business coach. And honestly, doing this um, job, this business has been very eye-opening for me. As much as I have been pouring into my clients, they have been pouring into me just by being at a position where I can see their level of knowledge, where I can see their, their mindset when it comes to money and how they manage their money. And it's really, really interesting to see that one of the high costs of ignorance when it comes to knowledge in your finances is that it can cost you opportunities. There are so many people that have missed out on opportunities in life because they lacked the knowledge on how to navigate to access those opportunities or they had access to the opportunity, but because of their ignorance and their lack of knowledge in that specific area, or even how to carry themselves in those spaces, in those situations, they ended up missing out on that opportunity. It's your classic. Let's say there's an internal position that has come up at work. The person that's going to get the job is going to be the person that presents and pivots themselves in the correct the correct way. The person that positions themselves for success is going to be the one that gets that job. We're not talking about cases here where you have favoritism and racism and all the isms that we have in our society. I'm speaking about when things are on a, a very equal <laughs> and even playing field generally what you'd expect is that the best candidate is going to get the role. It doesn't necessarily mean to say that the best candidate is going to be the person that's the most qualified on paper, but it may be the person that's the most competent. It may be the person that shows up every day on time or even early and they're always presenting ideas. They're a problem solver. They're not just the person that's always bringing problems to their manager or highlighting problems to their manager. They're the kind of person that brings solutions. And again, that kind of person, they are going to be the one to get access to these opportunities. They're going to be the one that will be able to pivot themselves forward and to progress in their career. A lot of things that I was able to do in my career wasn't as a result of knowledge that I had, but I had knowledge of my self-worth and this helped me a lot to challenge myself to go for opportunities that on paper I did not exactly match. And I found it very interesting. There was, I can't remember if it was an Instagram live or podcast I was listening to. Actually, yes, it was an Instagram live and it was speaking about imposter syndrome. Shout out to Tolu Frimpong, a guest I had on a couple of weeks ago. It was a live that she did. And they're speaking about imposter syndrome and one of the, the guests on the show was saying that for a lot of women, when it comes to applying for jobs, if there is a job that they feel they don't tick all the boxes they want to apply but this isn't the same for men a lot of men they will not have every single requirement they will still apply for the job whereas a lot of women shy away from that because of that imposter syndrome or they just feel that they won't be able to get that job whereas with men generally that is they will tend to just apply anyway and I kind of had that man's attitude of I would just apply anyway if I get rejected I get rejected I want you to think with me perhaps in life there have been opportunities that you have missed out on because of 
ignorance. Maybe it was ignorance in terms of how you needed to position yourself for that interview that you went on, that you went, you know, your shirt was crushed up, it wasn't ironed properly, your hair looked like you just got out of bed, you didn't present yourself well, or you didn't even know, you didn't have the knowledge of the company. Let's speak about that. Sometimes you go on an interview, you've looked at the role, you've looked at the salary, you know, we all look at that. (laughs) You looked at the company's benefits, but you didn't actually research into the company. And perhaps they asked you that question that they love to ask. And they said, why do you want to work here? And you were stunned. You had nothing to say. Cat got your tongue. And because of that ignorance of knowing about the company, it wasn't because you were incapable of having the knowledge. Because a lot of the times, The knowledge is freely accessible. Of course, there are some bouts of knowledge that you need to pay for. However, knowledge is still very accessible. And again, because you lacked knowledge in that department, it could just be that vital question, that answer that separates you from the person that's successful in the role. Because maybe on paper, you all have the same qualifications and experience and you you both seem to fit the role, but that person had the edge over you. They showed that they were more prepared. They showed that they weren't ignorant about the company. They had more reasons just than they want a job, they want to progress in their career, they want more experience, more money. They showed that they were competent and prepared for the role. So again, ignorance may have cost you an opportunity, but not only financial opportunities. How many times has ignorance cost people relationship opportunities? Because maybe there's someone that's in your circle of friends or maybe just someone that you know, and because of ignorance of how that person actually is, you judge them based on your perception of them. And a lot of the times our initial perception of people is not always accurate. Now you might say, oh, Peter K, I'm a really good judge of character and I always get it right. But let's be real here, you're not God and we all make mistakes when it comes to judging people's character. How many times have you judged someone to think they had a great character, but in fact, that person was not who you thought they were and vice versa? How many times have you judged someone and you thought, oh, now this person thinks they're da 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 but lo and behold you are wrong (laughs) about that person and that's why it's important to not judge a book by its cover as the saying goes but yes so like I said opportunities that you lose as a result of ignorance don't always have to be financial a lot of the times when we think of um, opportunities we think of financial opportunities or career opportunities but even just general lifestyle opportunities can be missed because of ignorance I mean if you don't know about a position if you don't know about an opportunity how are you going to ever apply yourself to receive it of course you're not going to do that so this is why having knowledge is very important. Another thing, another cost of ignorance when it comes to lack of knowledge is your choices. Your choices are going to be a direct result of the knowledge that you possess. Of course, there are some exceptions to this because maybe you have great knowledge about financial literacy and how to manage your money, but you just choose not to do it. (laughs) That's different. But in most cases, people don't have the knowledge. And yes, we can all say I wasn't taught in school or maybe you didn't learn at home. But I think there comes a point in life when you have to take responsibility for your life and the direction of your life. You can't go through life always blaming the government or your parents or your situation because yes, maybe those reasons are valid. But if I just held on to every blockage and oppor- of opportunities I had in my life, I would never get anywhere. You have to take responsibility for your success. If you sink or swim, it is on you. Of course, certain opportunities or lack of them can have an effect on your life. However, you have to take that responsibility. If you recognize that, you know what? I don't have a lot of knowledge when it comes to how to manage my money. I don't have a lot of knowledge on how I can progress in my career. Right now, I'm in a dead-end job. 
job, I'm earning minimum wage, I'm not happy where I am, or maybe you're in a great job that pays well, but you hate that job, or maybe your problem is not in your career, maybe it's in your relationships, maybe that's the area you lack knowledge, maybe you're that person, you're a go-getter, you're a hustler, or whatever you want to call yourself, you're an entrepreneur, however, when it comes to your relationships, whether friendships or romantic relationships, that is where you lack knowledge, that is where you make a lot of mistakes, your choices are detrimental to the likelihood of you attaining that success or that desirable result that you want in your relationships. Maybe you even struggle just to have healthy and happy friendships. Many people don't have genuine friends and it's very unfortunate. You know, I was in a position where I've always had people around me. However, I had a lot of trust issues and I'd never really trusted people or allowed people to get to know me on a deeper level. But, you know, as I've gotten older, I had to understand that I need to open up. You know, I need to let people in. And in doing that, have people let me down? Oh, hell yes. But also, I want to stress that I've let people down too. You know, I've said and done things that have hurt people in my life that I cared about. And it's very easy for us always to look at other people and see the toxic traits that they have, but to ignore the toxic traits that we have. Like even just this week, a friend of mine, there was some, there's a particular word that I called her. It wasn't a swear word, okay, before you guys start judging me. Um, and it's something I just say playfully. It's a word that I use a lot. <laughs> it's just one of my words, but I say it in a bantery way. I didn't mean it maliciously or anything like that. But she said to me, Do you know, what? I really don't like when you use, when you call me those specific words, you know, words have power and I just don't like it. And I said, you know what? I really appreciate your honesty. And I said to her, do you know what? It's just a habit. Like it's, it's a bad habit that I have, but you know, what? I'm going to make the effort not to call you that name anymore. And I appreciated that honesty so much. And also this is another thing when it comes to ignorance, you have to be transparent. Perhaps you say you're an honest person, but you're not a transparent person. You know, that's something I heard on a podcast I listened to this week and it was so true because maybe you are an honest person. If somebody asked you what's wrong, you may say, oh, well, this is what's wrong. But it's about being transparent in your relationships. Maybe your relationships always crumble because of lack of transparency. Maybe people say or do things that hurt you or trigger you in a particular way, but you're not forthcoming about how you feel. And as a result, you either cut people off or eventually the relationships just fizzle out because you don't have those uncomfortable conversations. Having those conversations in person or even by text or on the phone can be very uncomfortable, but these conversations are essential to having a healthy relationship. You need to have these conversations. And if you're someone that shies away from this, maybe you say, maybe you lack knowledge in expressing yourself. Let's talk about that one. A lot of people lack knowledge in self-expression. They don't know how to express their deeper feelings. And these things are very important. Maybe you're great at public speaking. You're great at articulating yourself when it comes to your ideas, your thoughts. But when it comes to those deeper feelings, feelings and thoughts and things that upset you, things that have hurt you, you struggle in that department. And again, that ignorance in that department can really have a fundamental effect on your relationships and on your life in general. So it's so important to invest in areas that you lack, in areas that you don't have knowledge on. Let's go back to finances. If you find that you lack knowledge on how to manage your money, you lack knowledge on how to build wealth, maybe that's something right now you're focusing it on. You've got your savings on lock. You are a saver, serial saver. You know how to save but you don't know how to invest or you don't know how to, you know, cause your money to make you more money, essentially. And you want to learn how to do that. Invest in that knowledge. And I'm going to speak on that towards the end. So I'm going to take a short break and we're going to come back shortly. 
Now, as you guys know, I am a personal finance and business coach, so I provide one-to-one coaching services for my clients. I help those that want to start thriving in their personal finances. So whether that's learning how to budget your money, learning how to manage your money in an effective way, learning how to clear down on debt that you may have, debt that maybe right now is causing you to feel overwhelmed or stuck in your life, or perhaps you don't have an income problem, maybe you have a spending problem. So if this is an area that you can relate to, or maybe you are in business, you have a business that you've been running for a period of time or perhaps your business right now is just an idea that you have in your mind I can support you from the beginning stages to the launch stages and again supporting you throughout your journey helping you to learn how to strategize to meet your goals if this is something of interest to you or you can connect with anything that I've just said head over to my website on www.pearlsandperils.com and you can check out the coaching plans and services that I have available I actually have a three-month personal finance coaching plan as well as a three-month business finance coaching plan. So if this is of interest to you, head over to my website and I look forward to speaking with you in our first session together. And we are back. So guys, let's get back into it. So as I was saying before, we spoke about ignorance of even knowing how to express yourself. And another thing that ignorance can also affect you, the, another very, very high cost. And you have to think to yourself, am I willing to pay the price of this ignorance? Because maybe you're not willing to pay for that knowledge that you need, whether that paying. And when I say paying, I don't need to always think about money. Sometimes the payment that is required for knowledge that we need in life is not always money. Sometimes it's just your time, your concentration, your effort, your energy. It's not always specifically monetary. But I want you to think about you. Are you willing to pay the price to gain that knowledge that you need? Or are you willing to pay the price on having the consequences of your ignorance? Now let's speak about quality of life. Our life is going to be a reflection of the knowledge we have. Let's say right now you want to buy a house, but you have no idea how to go about it. A lot of people, when they're trying to acquire a house, they just focus on saving for a deposit. But it's so much more than that. Buying a house is more than just having the deposit. Also, the bank or the lender, they're going to be looking at your income. So maybe you have the mortgage deposit, but your income is too low for you to be approved for a mortgage you can actually afford. So again, lacking knowledge in that area is going to affect your results. It's going to affect the quality of your life. So it's so important for you to take time to assess and look, where am I lacking in knowledge? Maybe you're lacking in knowledge in how to progress in your career. Maybe you're lacking in knowledge in how to express yourself and how to navigate in your relationships and how to even build friendships that are going to be sustaining, lifelonging and fruitful. You know, there are so many different areas we can lack knowledge in. Maybe you lack knowledge in your health. You lack knowledge on how to look after yourself. You lack knowledge in how to, you know, be healthy. Healthy does not mean only eating fruits and vegetables, of course. (laughs) You know, there are other aspects that come into that. But even just knowing that or even knowing how to be healthy in your mind, in your spirit, that is another very important area that a lot of people lack knowledge in. So again, you have to see and identify where do I lack knowledge and then ask yourself, what am I going to do about it? Am I going to do something about this or am I just going to be conscious of the fact that I'm ignorant in this particular area? And something that happens, another cost and result of ignorance is that it breeds complacency. It breeds insecurity and it breeds passivity. So if you find you're stuck in this cycle of complacency in a particular area of your life, maybe it's because you're ignorant in that area. You don't know how to navigate in it. So as a result, you just kind of do nothing. You just kind of just stay at the level you are. And to be honest, you never just stay at that same level. Instead of progressing, you are regressing. You're not just going to stay at that same level. You may feel that way because you feel in a, in a state of constant. However, when you look at yourself physically, you are regressing. You are not, you know, just 
staying in that same position. And something that is very, very, very key, and it's the last thing I'll touch on before going over to the ignorance of self-worth, is that the cost of ignorance can be your peace. How many people have lost their peace because of bad financial decisions they made that have caused them to spiral into a, in a cycle of debt? How many people have lost their peace because they are worrying about people they owe money? They're worrying about their children because they didn't have that knowledge and how to raise them in the right way. Well, there's no right or wrong way. You know what I mean. In the best way that's going to be for a child. You, you know what I mean. Or how many people are losing their peace because they didn't know how to navigate in their career and right now they're on a disciplinary. So they're worrying about whether they're gonna lose their job or whether they're gonna keep their job. So again, ignorance can cost you your peace and honestly, anything that costs you your peace, as the saying says, is way too expensive. So you have to think to yourself, can I afford to be ignorant? Can I really afford it? And if you say, no, I I can't, then you have to start investing in that knowledge. Now let's get into ignorance of self-worth. Now this one I could speak about for a whole hour, but I will not. (laughs) It is so important. This dawns on me, you know, when you lack knowledge of your self-worth, you will accept a platter of chaos. You will accept unhealthy behaviors and actions towards you from other people and also from yourself. You will accept self-sabotage. You probably won't even realize you're self-sabotaging yourself. Because again, you lack that knowledge of your self-worth and you lack self-awareness. Two things you can't lack in life when it comes to yourself. You cannot lack knowledge of your self-worth and you cannot lack knowledge of yourself in general. You need to be self-aware. You need to know what your flaws are. You need to know what your strengths are. You need to know what your weaknesses are. You need to know what, you know, what are the things that right now I need to focus on building, improving and becoming better at. Because when you don't know who you are, the world will tell you who you are. Your boss will tell you who you are and what you are capable of. Your family will tell you who you are and what you are capable of. Your friends will tell you who you are and what you are capable of. Social media, society, those around you, your mind even, you know, those negative thoughts that we all battle through at times will tell you who you are and what you are capable of. And this is why I want to stress today, you need to know your self-worth. When you don't know who you are, you will settle for unhealthy forms of behavior. When you don't know who you are, you will allow yourself to remain in situations that you are not happy. You will allow yourself to remain in situations that are breaking you mentally, spiritually. Your spirit is crushed, but you will remain in those situations because you don't truly know your worth as a person. And it's so important. Many people capitalize, many companies, let's talk about that. They capitalize on people not knowing their self-worth. And as a result, they're paying the minimum wage. I'm so sorry, but any company that actually pays someone minimum wage, unless you are just starting that company today, if you are a big business that has been around for a number of years and you are turning a profit, for you to charge your employees minimum wage, that just makes me want to look at that business with a side eye. Because I just think that's evil. Minimum wage is never going to be something that you can sustain a good lifestyle on. And when I say good lifestyle, I'm not talking about a luxury lifestyle, but even having the basics. There are many people, they don't even have basic household appliances in their house, not because they don't want it, but because they can't afford it. And a lot of these people, they aren't just at home on state benefits. They have jobs, but they're in very low income jobs. And it breaks my heart to see that hardworking people are struggling. You know, you know, that tendency is to say, oh, just get a job. You just need to get some more money. But again, if you lack that knowledge, you're not going to know how to get that 
that more money, quote unquote. So yeah, you need to know your self-worth. I've worked in companies where they would intentionally pay low. And again, when they pay low, they attract a certain type of people. They would attract ethnic minorities. And it's like, they would capitalize on that. They could afford to pay more because I was doing the accounts. I know what they were, you know, (laughs) I know the money that was coming in and out of the business. And I would just, it would blow my mind. And I would think to myself, how are they paying their staff? These peanuts, peanuts, absolute peanuts. I was wondering how are these people surviving? Because I'm earning more than you and I'm spending up all my money. So how are you with responsibilities, children, a family, a household, actually able to get by? And it's sad. And I realized that a lot of people were just doing that, getting by. A lot of people, they're they're depending not only on their salary, but on their credit. And it's very unfortunate to live in that cycle. And it's almost like you're a modern day slave because you're getting paid, but you're getting paid peanuts, not something that can actually sustain your lifestyle. So honestly, even looking at that, you have to know your self-worth because if you don't know who you are, other people will tell you who you are. And another point that I wanted to highlight is that the reason why it's important to know who you are, to have that knowledge of your self-worth and just who you are in general, knowing your strengths, your weaknesses, your flaws, all of that good and the bad. It's because people will give you labels. Society constantly gives us labels. Whenever we're filling out an application form, we have to pick our religion, our ethnicity, our age, all the labels that we have in life, you know, and they're always going to be there. However, you have to ensure the labels that you are owning, the labels that you are even declaring and saying that you are, is really who you are. I mean, maybe people say that you're very shy, like, oh, she's very shy. She's very reserved or he is or whatever, but perhaps that's not who you are. Perhaps people think you're shy, reserved. They may even think you're boring, (laughs) but maybe that's not who you are, but you've accepted that label because people say that's who you are. And maybe you just lack that knowledge of self. For a while, I used to think that I was shy. I was reserved, but I'm not, I'm not. Mm -mm -mm. I'm reserved when I want to be. I'm reserved when I'm in situations or environments that I'm just not too keen on them, or I just don't want to talk. You know, I have my moments where I just want to be quiet and I just, I like to listen. I'm a natural listener. I love to listen, you know, unless I'm very passionate about what I'm talking about. I I prefer to listen than I do to speak. That's just how I am. It's not because I'm listening, you know, for the sake of it. I genuinely like hearing what people have to say and it helps me to understand people on a deeper level as well. So for me, I'm naturally a listener. So sometimes I won't necessarily speak about something unless it's a topic that I feel I have something conducive to actually say but I'll just prefer to listen and again for a while I would say yeah I'm I'm quite reserved I'm not reserved I'm really not my closest friends they know that Peter Kate is not reserved <laughs> sometimes I'm a little crazy you know I'm a little um I can be very outgoing at times I can be very flamboyant um and I like to have fun I love to laugh I love to laugh if I'm not laughing in our conversation then you ain't funny <laughs> I'm joking but yeah you get the gist so Again, having that knowledge of self has allowed me to know who I am and allowed me to really know what labels I need to be accepting and what labels I need to be rejecting. Because there are always going to be labels in life, some good, some bad, and you have to decide. It's almost like the classic sociological term of self-fulfilling prophecy. Many times you are living a life that is based on that self-fulfilling prophecy that people have labeled you on. Maybe people have said that you're not smart. Maybe people have said that you're not academic and you've held onto those labels. You've said, oh yeah, I'm just not very academic or I'm not very creative, but perhaps you are creative. Maybe not in the conventional form, but you have a creative mind. You're someone that is able to provide ideas that other people don't think of. Maybe you have a very big vision and you see, you see the solutions and people see the problems. You know, so again, all of these things you have to be very conscious of the labels that you are accepting in your life because again 
it's the classic. You are going to fill out. You are going to actually, you know, manifest those labels in your life through your action. If you go through your whole life thinking that you're never going to be anything or you're never going to be able to achieve uh, past a certain point, that's exactly what's going to happen. But if you go through life thinking that you can achieve whatever you put your mind to, if you're willing to put in the work into it, if you're willing to do what it takes and it will happen, then you're going to see that happen as a result. So it's very important to ensure that you are not ignorant of your self-worth and self-awareness of who you are. Because many times a lot of people were able to see the flaws in other people, were able to see other people's mistakes and even other people's strengths. Maybe you're able to identify the good in others, but you can't see the good in yourself. So it's so important to ensure that you do not lack knowledge of yourself, your self-worth and self-awareness of who you truly are. There's this quote that I want to read to you from a book that I've been reading. I've just recently completed it. It's called The 40-Day Word Fast by Tim, I think Tim Cameron. (laughs) The funny thing is I kept saying Tim Kitchen, but that's not even the name. I don't know where I got Tim Kitchen from. It is actually Tim Cameron. And afterwards, I was just laughing to myself like, oops, I have posted this on Instagram and it's not even the right name. (laughs) But I'm going to read you the quote because it is so profound. And when I read it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is so true. Now it says, your reputation is what others think you are. Character is what you really are. And I'm going to read that again, because that right here could be a whole podcast in itself. Your reputation is what others think you are character is what you really are. And I want you to think, what is more important to you? Is your reputation more important to you or your character and who you actually are? Because many people, some, they have a really good reputation, but that ain't their character. Maybe you have the reputation that you're hardworking, but (laughs) deep down, you're always complaining about the hard work you're doing. So again, what is more important, your reputation or your character? And in the end, your character will always supersede your reputation because your character is going to be what validates that reputation that you have about yourself. So I really just thought I'd, I'd slip that in because it, when I read it, it was just so profound. I had to share it with you guys. Now, how can you actually do something about it? If you recognize if any of these topics or categories have kind of fallen into you and you connect with it, you're like, oh, Peter K, yeah, I am ignorant. We're all ignorant in different areas. I know that I'm ignorant in certain areas. However, I'm consciously on a journey to learning about the things that I have no knowledge in or maybe just a little bit of knowledge in. Again, at every stage of life, we are required to learn more, to develop more and to keep adding to our knowledge bank, not just to have that knowledge there, you know, collecting dust in our minds, but also applying it. The greatest knowledge you can have is applied knowledge because maybe you have knowledge of certain areas, but you do nothing about it. There's no point having that knowledge if you're not going to actually apply and use it. It's not going to benefit you if you're not actually using it. So definitely making sure you are applying that knowledge. Applied knowledge is power. I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. Knowledge is not power if you don't use it. Applied knowledge is is power. So make sure you are applying the knowledge that you are working hard to acquire, especially when you are paying money for that knowledge too. (laughs) Okay. So how can you actually invest in, you know, freeing yourself from the shackles of ignorance? Well, investing in your personal development. And this comes in various forms. And whenever I say invest, it doesn't always mean parting with money, but it can just mean parting with your time, with your effort, with your concentration, 
with your pride, because mm-hmm. sometimes in order to truly learn, we have to be humble to accept that we don't know everything. And sometimes people don't develop in life because they feel like they know everything. Never get to a stage in life where you think you know everything and you are above learning because you're not. Nobody's above learning. You could be 88 years old or 150. You are still going to have things that you lack knowledge in. So you have to be humble enough to actually be receptive for that. So like I said, invest in your personal development investing in your mind, investing in learning, whether that's in formal, I'm not just saying, when I say learning, not just formal education, because let's be real here. Some of you guys studied accounting and business management, but you don't know how to manage your personal finances well. So again, it's not always about the formal education per se, but investing in finding out sound knowledge in that department. Um, so yeah, definitely making sure you're investing in your mind, fill in the gaps in your knowledge, in the things that you know you lack the knowledge in. So again, practically how can you actually acquire this knowledge? So reading books, reading is a great way. If right now you want to work on how you speak, you want to work on your vocabulary, read books, read books, read books, read books, read books, read books on a topic that you don't know. Let's say right now you're pregnant, read some books on pregnancy, you know, read books on an area that you are trying to develop in. Maybe right now you're trying to work on your public speaking, read a book about public speaking, you know, I know that a lot of people like listening to audio books, but also try to actually read books too, not just listening to it audibly. Because sometimes when you're listening to an audio book, you're doing 10,000 things at the same time and you're not really processing that information. As much as we love to say that we can multitask if you actually look at scientific studies on multitasking we're not as effective when we try to do too many things at once so definitely reading investing in books that are going to give you sound knowledge on the topics you want to learn also expanding your network this is a very big one and again that could be a whole podcast topic expand your network you know network with people that are going to challenge you to learn, that are going to challenge you to level up in life, not only level up physically, but even in your mind and way of thinking, expanding your network to socialize with different kinds of people, people from all walks of life, different ages, different statuses, different career paths, you know, people with children, people that don't have children, people that don't want children, you know, because you can learn something from anything and everyone. Sometimes when we speak about expanding your network, you're always thinking about people that are quote unquote in a better position than you, but it's not always about that. You can learn something equally from a beggar as you can from a billion a billionaire. You can learn from anyone. But again, you have to be humble enough and open to learn from that person. So I definitely say expanding your network, not always associating with the same people, the people from your job, the people from your um, parenthood group or your church or your place of worship or wherever you go, expand your network. You are going to learn so much when you start socializing with different people. And again, separate socializing from friendship. It doesn't mean the same thing. It doesn't mean you need to be friends with everyone, but you have to be open to learn from others because there are so many things you can learn. Even if it's just learning what not to do. (laughs) that in itself is a valuable lesson and that can save you a lot of pain you don't need to go through. I mean, why do you need to make the mistakes when you can learn from someone else's mistakes? I personally would rather learn from someone else's mistakes. And again, another thing you can do, upskill yourself, upskill, upskill, upskill. Whenever I speak to my clients about budgeting, we always speak about the treat me budget, which is a budget you allocate to yourself that you can spend on whatever you want. Of course, an affordable amount, um, but you can spend it on whatever. For some people, their treat me is food, it's makeup, it's video games, it's, I don't know, it's whatever they want to spend the money on. But I'd also say have a personal development budget that you put money into, whether that's going to be personal development in terms of getting a course that you want to do, doing some formal education or, I don't know, upskilling on an online course about something that you want to learn. 
again, upskill, invest in your brain, invest in your brain. You know, another thing you can do going on to further education, if it's going to be a topic or course that's going to be useful to you, you know, excelling and positioning yourself in a greater way, then go for that. Also, invest in in a professional that can help you to get to the next level, someone that knows what they're doing. So whether that's going to be a professional that's going to help you financially or to deal, you know, deal with the emotions that you have, emotional baggage that you have. I don't know. There are so many different types of professionals for different things. Maybe right now you just can't cook. Invest in a course to learn how. You know, go onto YouTube. There are so many useful tutorials and videos on there that you can access for free. And the only thing you are spending is your time and your energy and your concentration. So again, that's something else you can do. Also seeking therapy. If you know that you have some baggage you've not dealt with, maybe you've even accepted that this is how I am. I'm just a temperamental person. I'm just a very sensitive person or I don't know, whatever the label is that you've given to yourself, but perhaps those current reasons that you are the way you are is because of things that you've gone through in life that you've yet to deal with. So definitely seeking for professional help if you recognize you need it. You know, don't worry about what other people say because you're doing it for you. You are doing it to excel in your self-worth and your love for yourself. And that's going to benefit you greatly. So definitely do what you know you need to do for yourself. Um, also investing in a coach or a mentor that's going to be able to help you to get to the next level. Maybe you have a business and you've been struggling in a particular area in your business. Why suffer in silence when you can enlist a professional to help you with that? It, it just doesn't make sense. Like, just don't do it. But yeah, so those are just a couple of things that you can do to invest in your personal development, that you can do it to excel. We live in the information age, but yet we are in a state that ignorance is at an all-time high. Many people's lives are the way they are because they lack knowledge in specific areas. So guys, I hope you have enjoyed today's podcast. Do let me know how you found today's topic. And again, if you are listening to me on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating. And if you want to go the extra mile, please share how you have found the podcast so that we can get a better ranking and other people will be able to see the podcast and listen to it. So they won't have ignorance of the Pearls and Pearls podcast. They will know who we are, what we do and what I speak about on a weekly basis. Also, if you're listening on Spotify, do share this on your social media pages so other people can listen to this. Maybe you have a friend or family member that could, or even a colleague that could really, really, really benefit from today's podcast. And again, if you found it useful, do let me know your feedback. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, like I said, you have something that you want to share or you have a topic that you think would be great and fitting for what I normally speak about, then do drop me an email. All my details will be in the show notes. And thank you again for listening to today's podcast. I will see you guys in my neck will not see you (laughs) i will be back with you guys next week thursday have a great rest of your week if you aren't following me on instagram let me plug my instagram my instagram handle is in the show notes do give me a follow guys i'm actually going to be launching a giveaway i'm going to be posting the details on monday let me just check the date so monday the 29th of March at 12 p.m. GMT, guys, head over to my feed. I'm going to post the details of my giveaway. I've just recently hit 1,000 followers on Instagram and I will be giving away two amazing prizes. So a choice of my um, financial services. So you will be able to choose either my finance one-on-one session, which is retailed at 50 pounds. You can get a choice of my business one-on-one session, which is retailed at 100 pounds. And these are all one-to-one sessions with myself. And those are three-hour sessions. You'll also get access or a choice of my investing 101 session, which is for those that are beginners in investing in the stock market. This is a two-hour one-to-one session with myself. So you will have a choice of any of these three sessions 
also, you will get a hundred pound Amazon voucher to spend on whatever you want. So again, if you sound, if you think, wow, this giveaway sounds good, check out my Instagram page at Your Finance PT. Again, all my handles will be in the description and do give us a follow at The Pearls and Pearls too because I'm really trying to grow that network also. So thank you guys so much for listening and have a great rest of your week.